Living Dead in Austin is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know that the J's in J.J. Watt stand for Armadillo? As in Jarmadillo, Jarmadillo, what? What? (laughs) (laughs) For more Armadillo-related facts, to find out how you can access episodes a day early and to see some cool merchandise, visit us at armadillo.club. Sun's going down in Bonton, Louisiana, and things are about to get weird. Hello there, you're listening to Living Dead in Austin. We're reading Charlene Harris's Sookie Stackhouse novels. I'm Alice Sullivan. I'm Jeff Lake. And I'm Michael Sparkman. And today we're going to be reading chapters 5 through 9 of Dead in the Family, the 10th book in the Southern Vampire Mystery series. Previously, Sookie spent a fair amount of time recovering from her abduction and torture. She's understandably pretty upset since she had to go to Dr. Ludwig for this one, and she only had one punch left on her human hospital card before she got a free frozen yogurt. (laughs) Hopefully next time, we'll see. Suki hosts a werewolf soiree, but it's kind of boring since she's a oney, onesie, whatever, and she's not invited. Can you imagine an ex calling you up and asking you to host their next rager, but also you're not invited? Just, just low class, you know? <laughs> but she does get some intel about fairies and vampires and dead bodies on her property. She's only worried about one of those, and it's not the one you might think. Her fairy cousin, Claude, moves in, and so far it's going better than expected. Last of all, she again finds herself mixed up in vampire politics, but she plays an Uno reverse card on an assassination attempt. Sookie's all like, call an ambulance, but not for me, stab. <laughs> Excellent. Wait, wait. What, who'd she kill? I forgot. She killed that one guy that reports to, um, what's his name? Uh, the spy? No, no. It was, it was his lieutenant, remember? No. Victor. I... Victor Madden's lieutenant. Oh, I totally forgot that her and Pam just murked those guys on the yeah, side of the, the road. Of them, yeah, yeah, remember? And then they were like, well, I guess uh, everything's fine because no one said anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Boy, I'm beat. I'm heading home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they killed two vampires. Yeah. Wow, I yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chapter five. Remy Savoy, who is her cousin Hadley's ex-husband calls and... Claude brings Sookie the phone in the shower, and she feels the same way I would feel. Like, that is so beyond what's okay. I know, right? Like, I I mean, who's going to answer the phone in the shower? That's just weird. Yeah, I mean, but at least I guess he's naked too, so it's not weird. No, that's not how that works. (laughs) (laughs) He probably, like, answered the phone, realized the guy wanted to talk to Sookie, realized she was in the shower, so he took off his clothes, so she wouldn't feel embarrassed. (laughs) Right, yeah. Yeah, That's what I always do. Thanks, Claude. Yeah. (laughs) But Remy asked Sookie to babysit Hunter overnight. Hunter, the little baby telepath. Uh, it's a little weird, right? But um, I guess their frame of reference for normalcy of this whole family, it's got to be a little unusual. Mm-hmm. So Sookie's like, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. And I really, really love how she acts. she's thinking about how, without talking to Remy about it, the child's dad is like, well, we've got a couple of vampires, one of them unknown, and this fairy hanging out with us. And she thinks, was I being irresponsible? Was I putting the child at risk? No, it was paranoid. Nah, so. nah it's probably fine. It's probably fine, right? Dude, she doesn't even let Remy decide if that's okay. And also, Hunter has fairy blood. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. he's, he's extra delicious. Yeah, yeah. I, the, I bet vampires like walk in there like, someone baking cookies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it's a vampire baby. Yeah. Or it's a <laughs> fairy baby. Like, delicious already, little baby cookies. Yeah, it's already like veal, you know. Oh, yeah. Veal chop for the vampires, <laughs> but you add that extra. Mm. I think that Sookie, there's been a short circuit in her brain 
all this time about her own safety. And she's like, well, I'm because I'm who I am, like, I don't care about my own safety. And Hunter has gotten into that slot in her brain. Oh, oh he's like me. He doesn't care if there's like 15 things in the house that want to eat him. Yeah. Yeah. Just as a, as a parent now reading this, I was extremely indignant. Yeah. Yeah. But Remy brings Hunter by after work. And it seems like it's going okay. Oh, wait, sorry. I wor- this is this is not important at all. But I did want to point out that at work, Charlene Harris had a nod for us gamers out there. Because the new bouncer is playing Mario Kart on his Nintendo DS. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, also, Suki thinks about how she doesn't even mind that Kennedy has a manslaughter charge. Because some people just, quote, beg to be killed. And I was like... Huh, that's an interesting... Uh, yeah, uh, click here for more information. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Sookie. Okay. I, I mean, like, I'm all for giving people second chances, absolutely. But that is not necessarily the yeah. reason I would say. People in this town are so judgmental. They, they don't want to talk to Kennedy just because of that thing she did. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't really said much about who and how and why, but, you know. Yeah. 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 It's fine. It's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Heidi, the new tracker from Las Vegas, works... I don't know if she's Las Vegas, Reno, whatever. Nevada arrives. Mm-hmm. And then after Heidi arrives and meets Hunter, that's when Sookie realizes that she needs to keep Hunter's ability a secret. Yeah, I know. I was like, fuck. He'd, like, if the vampires found out about Hunter, he'd be, like, kidnapped the next day, right? Like, a yeah. hurricane would hit his trailer. His dad, <laughs> They would only find his dad's body, but assume that Hunter's dead, too. Or they'd find an unidentifiable child corpse in the, in the trailer, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he's gonna like go out and give him twenty bucks to this five year old, like twenty bucks to order pizza, and he'll like start a fire or something. Like, right? oh my god! Oh my god! Yes, yeah. watch this child. Uh, Heidi herself is kind of an interesting character, but oh, like in a really sad way, right? Yeah, she tells this incredibly depressing story about how she had a little boy who was about the age of Hunter, about five years old when she was turned, and he's now an adult drug addict in Reno. And just, yep. oh my God. Yeah. She watches over him, but uh, apparently the, the boss, Philippe, sent her away because he was her son was too distracting. Yeah. I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Man, every, every vampire has a horrible backstory. No kidding. Hunter and Sookie talk about telepathy and vampires, and it's interesting. He can sense when she's listening in on him. Yeah. Which is not something she's talked about before with, like, Barry or anything. Yeah. yeah. I get. I mean, I guess there aren't that many people... She wouldn't have had that much experience within the first place because there aren't that many people who yeah. do it. But, but yeah, maybe he has a slightly different talent or something. Yeah. Maybe. And or maybe Hunter, she's just really, really aggressive when she's listening into people's brains. Maybe. <laughs> right. So he can feel it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do think it's really cute the way they communicate, though. Like, their, their little interplay that, like, passes between, like, speech and, and telepathy. And they yeah. kind of they they settle into an easy communication that way. That It's cute. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel like she, like, Charlene Harris definitely is a mom. Like, she wrote him very realistically for that age, I think. Yeah. In a I lot agree. of ways. Hunter says something really interesting. He says, I never met anything like that man in the woods, either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and click here for more information. And, and so he's like, again. "I'll come back to that later." She yeah. doesn't. No, but interesting. I know. I wanted yeah. to know more too. Yeah. Uh, Heidi returns and reports that she smells Too Faye, not Claude, which is bad news. Mm-hmm. And there's a real fresh corpse. Yeah. And you know, uh-huh. Debbie Pelt is still out there too somewhere. Yeah, right? t- yeah. But there's a totally unrelated corpse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> other than the one that Suki's responsible for. That's not good. Yeah. yeah. The Heidi found too many corpses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Suki's land. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so she puts up under bed and, and basically spends a lot of time thinking about what all that means. Yeah. Chapter 6. We did get... wasn't much of a Sookie scan on Heidi, but 
I did want to mention that her breasts are apricot-like. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting interesting description. Yeah, apricot-like breasts. I'm not exactly sure. I mean, is that a good or a bad thing? So Soki seemed to think that was like a great thing. Yeah, Ap- apricots. I'm trying to like picture. She talked yeah, about um, um, Quinn's sister, didn't she say she had little like plum-like boobs? Remember, because he was like, she's the sort of person you always want to be on top. <laughs> I do remember that. Uh, yeah. yeah. So he's right. got an interesting perspective. I mean, fruit's an interesting way to compare boob sizes. Why not? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, Hunter reports in the morning that he saw Eric go into the hidey hole in Sookie's room. Or, excuse me, in the room Hunter is sleeping in. So, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ, yeah. Sookie. See above about why Sookie's house is not a place for a little fairy kid, Holy right? Holy shit. Yeah, the, I mean, the kid is surprisingly okay with that. Oh, yeah, there was a guy in the bottom of the bed. kids are, though, right? Like, they don't know what's weird. They don't know. They're like, oh, it's just like a, a person who came in. And yeah. he smiled at me. And then he, yeah. And, and I think Hunter phrases it like he thinks it was a dream or something. Yeah. But it wasn't. And his life was absolutely in danger because there was a vampire there and he was just there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess we're lucky that Eric wasn't hungry. Yeah, I mean, Eric could have thought that Sookie left him out a midnight snack or something. Yeah, that was really nice of you to leave that kid, <laughs> <laughs> kid, kid by my bed. <laughs> it's like a mint on the pillow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. God damn it, Sookie. But uh, I guess uh, at least Eric left a note. Yeah. In the morning? Hey, yeah. how about that? Yeah. They have breakfast and Claude joins them and surprisingly is super into Hunter. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was kind of cute. You know, they're, they, uh, Claude seems to get along well with kids. Yeah. And maybe it's because he's a little child like himself. I don't you know. know. That's, I felt like I had an insight there about fairies in general. I think fairies are actually childlike. Mm-hmm. In the sense that they don't they don't have prejudices about anybody and they don't really have boundaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're like children who also have been alive for a long time and know a lot of things. But still, somehow, they end up like Claudine or Claude, where they sort of, I don't know, what's the word? They're used to living without consequences. Mm, yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I have a feeling that fairies knowing about Hunter is just as dangerous as vampires knowing about him, too, you know? Probably. Uh, especially since he's also a descendant of Nile, and as far as I can tell, Claude is definitely spying on Sookie for, for Nile, right? I don't know. I kind of feel like Claude is just doing the fairy godmother thing now that Claudine's dead. It could be, yeah. He's like, oh, I gotta go be a fairy godmother. Mm. It could be, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to under... It's hard to know why he's there exactly. But speaking of people that you don't want around Hunter... Yeah. Then the FBI shows yeah, up. the FBI shows up. <laughs> this is... I can't wait for Hunter to tell his dad all about this. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because, like, he's God. not... He's gonna, right? Like, every everything that happened, yeah. Hunter's going to relay in detail. Yeah, yeah. With a, with a... I'm sure with a very, like, particular, like, spin to it, because it's him, but, you know. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, that's right. He can also read their mind. Uh-huh. Uh, but Niall was successful in getting the FBI to drop the investigation into Sookie. Yeah, I mean, I guess, he I guess he didn't bribe them hard enough to not have this guy show up, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's fu- it's funny that Claude comes downstairs and uh, Sookie notes that Tom, the FBI agent, can't help but admire him. It's like, nobody's too straight for Claude, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm straight, but I'm not that straight. Mm-hmm. Look at that guy. The other agent, the other FBI agent who had gotten, the one who got shot, is apparently going off the deep end now and getting really big into, like, mysticism and stuff like that after yeah. meeting Sookie. And I, I guess Tom, right? Because she uh, she now knows that there's magic shit, right? She's, she's right. Yeah, yeah. 
And mean, if you know there's vampires, it's now there's not that much of a jump to whatever other crazy shit there is. And werewolves. There. Yeah. V- vampires and werewolves are both out. Yeah, that's so right. So she's like, there's magic creatures, and I'm pretty sure this person reads minds. And yeah. of course, the other guy's like, there's vampires and werewolves, but that doesn't mean anyone can read minds. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, you know, whatever. Like, it's just, yeah, it's, uh, he, Tom has decided that Sookie's a problem. And he's going to do whatever he can to uh, come after her. Yeah. yeah. And Hunter divi- reads his mind and tells him to, you know, stop thinking terrible things. <laughs> so he totally outs himself to yep. the FBI agent and Claude is also there. Cool. And then to make matters worse, on the way out, Suki can't help but antagonize him with her with her mind reading, right? Yep. Yeah. It's like, seems like there's about to be a third body buried on Suki's property. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Claude, Hunter, and Sookie, after breakfast, they go to the park, and Tara shows up. Small towns, I guess? I don't know. I guess, yeah. Yeah. But Claude tells her she's having twins, which the doctor hadn't heard. And my thought was, you need to get a new doctor. Right? This guy, do they not have sonograms in fucking Louisiana? He he only heard, quote unquote, he only heard one heartbeat. He didn't, yeah, he didn't do like a a sonogram? He didn't like... Yeah, anything? Because she's pretty far along. She, I think, I think she said there's three months left, so she's like six months pregnant. Yeah, and they haven't realized there's twins. Bad job, yeah. on Tom Hospital. Right yeah, now. he's probably like have one of those like old school like trumpets that you can put against the woman's <laughs> belly to try to hear inside. Yeah. <laughs> I, I only hear one heartbeat, and it appears to be a male. I think I hear his penis. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's just like ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but uh, that seems like an easy way to win bets too, right? Like, and they're always like an off like a pool on like. What the, what the gender is or what, yeah, or what sex is. I don't know. That can be like a game you play at like gender reveal parties mm-hmm. yeah. before they reveal it. So Claude could go into that business too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he totally could. He yeah. totally win all those parties. <laughs> um, but afterwards, they take Hunter to McDonald's and there's a really uncomfortable scene where he reads another kid's woman's, like kid's mom's mind. Yeah. Yeah. It prompts a hard conversation about the risks of reading minds, which I think she probably should have had already, considering the entourage of people passing through her, her house. But yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I mean, she turns it into a teachable moment. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good. That's that's the benefit that she's bringing to this kid, right? Somebody who understands what he's going through, and can help him not make the mistakes that she made. Yeah. So the it, threat, of course, is the parade of. Child <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing you have to know is that all of those people who came to my house, they would kill your family and take you away if you ever found out that <laughs> you should yeah. just keep that in mind, Hunter. Yeah. Uh, but when they got home, Hunter like just passes straight out. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty cute. Remy picks Hunter up in the afternoon, and Sookie decides not to tell him that Eric saw Hunter. Yeah, she mentions um, Claude, but not any of the other things yeah. that happened. Yeah. She's like, he probably wouldn't be happy. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he like probably a, wouldn't. The dad who entrusted his child to you probably wouldn't be happy about that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I guess... He's just prejudiced. <laughs> he's just prejudiced yeah. against all of the things that want to eat his, eat his uh, child. Yep. Mm-hmm. Chapter 7. That evening, Eric shares, to be honest, some pretty boring information about, like, vampire political history and hierarchy in the yeah. U.S. I don't know. I think it was kind of interesting. Although, I had the sense that there was definitely some retcon happening. Like, they, they had to specifically explain why all these people who clearly didn't fit were at this place. Oh, yeah, that was, that was there for a business deal or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I, I go for this shit, right? I, I read all the Game of Thrones books, and I liked them. Yeah. But uh, this is boring. Yeah, yeah it's so over. boring. Yeah. It's like an yeah. arbitrary territorial division that's for some reason very different than our arbitrary territorial division. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and we know it doesn't really matter because 
the guy from one territory just killed the, the queen from the other territory and took it over. So yeah. I guess it doesn't matter that yeah. much, yeah. Yeah. Felicia, the new bartender at Fantasia, is a spy for someone. They're like, yeah, we all know. Nobody really cares. <laughs> yep. Sookie starts feeling very, very weird. And Eric's maker shows up. Appius Louis Louis Okella. Appius Louis Okella. Okella. Were you excited? Yes, I was pumped. Yes, good. This is great. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, I, I was like, this is for Jeff. Yeah, I know. I, I love Roman shit. Yeah, this guy's totally Roman as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter eight. Yes, I was very excited for us to finally get to this point in the series. Yeah, he's yeah. great. You got an like, ancient Roman vampire. Yeah, I love how he's got like a weird ass accent and like he's like an alien, not just because he's a vampire, but because he's from ancient Rome, and they're all. Like weirdos. Yeah. Like, I think if we met a person from ancient Rome, well, a patrician from ancient Rome, we would consider this person like a monster on the par, on par with a vampire because their culture was so different from ours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very, they're very, like all the things that the, the United States is but pretends we're not, they were and, and were proud of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As like, as like an aggressive militaristic empire. Yeah. Uh, and they were all like, they, they did blood sacrifices all the time and it was... It was like, and, and it I mean, was like, it was, cool. it was like there was like there was slavery, and they had like yes. classes of people where if like you were a zero class, you could literally do whatever they you want. Very explicit. They'd be like, "We're going to go to to war with such and such people because we need more slaves, and the, you know those people make good slaves, and those people don't make good slaves, so we just massacre them all." Yeah, like they're they're horrible <laughs> <laughs> monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but having Okella and another one of his children like Eric, there is making Sookie really, really loopy. And I want to point out that they came in through her bedroom window because why not? That's how you get into Sookie's house. Yeah, I, I had the same note. I was like, the yeah, window, the bedroom. Sookie's bedroom. That's just standard operating procedure. That's, exactly. Why, why waste time going through all the house, the rest of the house if you can fly? Everybody yeah. knows where you're going. <laughs> Sookie's bedroom. That's the destination. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh shit, I need to put more shares in here. <laughs> Uh, but the new kid is none other than Alexei Romanov. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Wow. I did not understand Sookie's reaction here. Is she accusing Okella of killing the Romanov family? No, I think... Because she's like, you didn't. And I oh, don't understand that just, reaction. Just that he, he, tur- he tur- turned uh, yeah. you know, the An incredibly the... famous person. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then kept him secret or whatever forever and... And made him his underage sex slave for a hundred years. Yeah, yeah. She's super grossed out because she divines that Okella is sleeping with Alexi. Um, but at what? This point? is very Roman. Yes. Yeah, the Romans had a different word for a gay per. Uh, well, for gay sex, if you were uh, the, the the giver or the givey <laughs> in the situation, and one of them was considered bad, and the other one was not. <sighs> okay. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was Romans suck. It was yeah. yeah, it was good to give it, but bad to receive it. Or 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 if you received it, it was considered like a yeah, like a, you know, yeah. like I yeah, think it was like a masculine feminine thing, the right? The fellator or the erumator. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I think we may have discussed it at, this at some point since we started the series. But what at point? What point are vampires no longer children? Because he's been I think sixteen for like over a hundred years. Oh, I think it was thirteen. 13 but for still, over yeah. 100 years. Yep. Yeah, I, I, to me, you would think, you know, one week traveling with this guy, you would no longer be a child, right? Yeah. But maybe there's some kind of mental development that needs to happen, you know? they Because they don't change after they turn? I, I read on Twitter that your brain keeps changing or, or growing until you're 25 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or, yeah. or so. that, that probably means it's true. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> 
But yeah, I mean, if you're a vampire, you don't you don't change, right? So his brain never finishes developing. Yeah. And therefore, he is childlike forever. I don't Speaking know. Speaking yeah. of brains, there's definitely something weird going on there. And Okella says Alexi is already much better after being around Eric, whatever that means. Yeah. I and mean, in this book, we learned quite a bit about like the proximity of people helping people in different ways, right? So yeah. I guess it's related to that, maybe. I guess. But to make things even more awkward and terrible, Jason shows up. I know. It's like, could not have picked worse timing. But, I mean, it's funny because at first he just excuses himself to go get the furniture he was there for. And I was like, I can't tell if it's a good or bad thing that he doesn't decide to involve himself. But, you know. Yeah. But Sookie brings him in anyway. Yeah. Alexi very unexpectedly comes upstairs with Sookie and Jason admits Okella has sex with him, which really pisses off Jason. So, you know, good for Jason, but he definitely does not understand at all what is going on at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. But we also get Alexei's kind of like background and uh, it is just as horrible as pretty much every vampire origin story we've heard. Yeah. Okella cut out some of his bones to put in the grave. Uh Uh-huh. And they they, they grew back. Yeah. You know, you can imagine that must have been a horrible experience. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... Also, I guess so vampires after they turn still have DNA. I was just thinking that, yeah, yeah. and their DNA hasn't changed, even though the properties of their body have changed. That's a really good point. I guess it's just magic. Yeah, yeah well, it's it's magic. A, it, yeah. it is a little confusing why they decide to put the bones back in, because DNA is a relatively new well, They, they uh, did this recently. Oh, they had done it recently. They went, because oh. the, the actual the, the graves were not found, as they For say For a very in the book. long time, yeah. Yeah, they were found, like, 15 years before this book. Oh, book. okay. So, so they had done that during the age of DNA. They went back. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Alexa makes some comments about doing things that are regrettable, and like he really fixates in on Jason, saying he reminds him of a former servant of his who he liked or something. Yeah, who did not make it either. Mm, he yeah. seems to watch Jason a lot from this point on. That sounds like the kind of thing that you say to somebody before you kill them. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that is. I'm getting really like murdery vibes from Alexa, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so everybody sits down, has a little chat. Yeah, they okay. catch up in the last hundred years. Yeah, yeah, how you doing? Yeah. Okella turned Alexei because he had already been giving him blood via Rasputin, which <laughs> was pretty funny. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. Because he has hemophilia and, like, vampire blood was helping him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess yes. vampire being vampirized he cures your hemophilia. It would suck to be a hemophilia vampire. Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Yeah. She was already in St. Petersburg because a vampire had been made mad by a Mymad and he caused the St. Petersburg massacre and had to be uh, <laughs> contained. Yeah, we actually, I think they hinted at this in the Mymad uh, book, you know, ages ago. Yeah. You know. Oh, I don't remember that. I think they did. Yeah. I don't remember, yeah. I think mm-hmm. Eric mentions it, yeah. <laughs> Sookie takes the opportunity to ask Okella if he ever met Jesus. <laughs> He's like, oh, that guy? No. <laughs> the carpenter? Yeah, I heard later, though. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy he, myth. He's yeah. polite, but you get the impression that he is uh, not a follower of Jesus. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. can tell that in, internally, Okella is like, oh, God, here we go again. <laughs> it's Jesus stuff again. Yeah. Sorry, he would have been like, oh, gods, or like, <laughs> yeah, oh, Jupiter, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I didn't meet him. No, yes, I was around. No, I didn't. He was, he was just some guy. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. He didn't seem that important at the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, oh, and she also, also asks Appius about the body in her yard. Yeah. And he offers to dig it up for her. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> but uh, Eric instead calls Alcide, um, who comes over with uh, some extra wares. Did anybody else find it a little suspicious that he was super close? He just happened to be driving on the highway? Yeah. Now that you mention it, yeah. Yeah. That is convenient. I mean, it could have Just been narratively convenient, or it could have been something else. Yeah. I do not trust Alcide. No. Yeah. It seems like he might know about that. Well, the body. 
It's, it's, it's curious for sure. Yeah. But uh, this Alcide says he doesn't he doesn't know anything about a body, so they go and uh, dig it up. I just think it's funny that at this point, uh, this party of people at her house, none of them, not one of them, was invited in. <laughs> think about <laughs> it. Right. Eric is there because he snuck in at night. Yeah. Uh, Eric's maker and brother are there because they, you know, Eric yeah. was let in. So they just After came in the back. Let himself in. Jason yeah. just came in the back door because that's something he does. <laughs> and Eric called Alcide and the other wares, and so they just walked in. So none of these people were invited in by Sookie. <laughs> <laughs> so I loved how Sookie introduced everybody. I thought it was perfect. It's very southern, right? Yeah. She, yeah. Hi, you all. It was so nice of you to come on such short notice. Eric, you know Alcide. Alcide is Eric's longtime friend, Apias Luis Okela, who's in town visiting with his uh, protege, Alexei. Eric, I don't know if you've met Alcide's friend Annabelle, new pack member, and Janelin, who's been in a long tooth pack for ages. Janelin, we've never had a chance to talk much, but of course Sam talks about you all the time, and I think you all know my brother, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like the, the, this is, her, her grandmother would have been very proud of her, I think. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, no, good no. job, Siki. Yeah. Chapter 9, they go and identify the body, and it's so, the seam. Jason just came in to pick up some furniture. Uh-huh. Yeah. And now he's involved in a... Like, digging up the And does most of the work. Yeah. With, with three vampires. Yeah, I know. And several werewolves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think it's funny because, like, everyone involved just, like, they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to go dig up a corpse. And, like, not one person is like, we're going to do what? Like, every, like, they're just like, this is the most normal thing yeah. in the world. Even Appius Luius, who, like, what is he even doing here? Like, he's, he surely has better things to do than dick around with his... Uh, former son's girlfriend's dead body problem. Yeah. <laughs> he's be- I guess he's being polite by vampire standards. He's just like hanging out. He's like, fine, I'll tag along until we're, we're done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they find the spot pretty quickly uh, because, you know, wear, wear noses and wear tracking um, and dig it up pretty quickly due to the, you know, wear muscle. So, you know, at least yeah. they move, move through quickly. But again, vampires didn't help. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's Basim, that wear who'd worked for the pack. They talk a little bit about his last days. He was sleeping with Annabelle. Hey, Which is gets this, her in a lot of trouble. Is this our? Is this finally our southern vampire mystery? The Basim? Yeah. Who killed Basim? Yeah, 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 I guess so. Because mm. Basim had like gotten a call from somebody who was paying him, and Annabelle secretly followed him but lost him and didn't report any of this to the pack. I guess because she's. I guess she's supposed to be dating Alcide, so sleeping with Basim. Maybe was, that was the impression they got. That she was Alcide's no, well, new girlfriend or whatever, right? No, the other one was. Janeline? No, Janeline's dating Sam. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think maybe that's it, but I think the bigger problem was she knew there was something up with Basim, but she didn't report anything to anyone. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Janeline attacks her, which really riles up Alexei. Yeah, when you say riles up, it seems like he's trying to kill them all. Uh, he goes into a frenzy. Yeah. But luckily, Jason and Eric hold him back. Yeah. <laughs> if they hadn't held him back, would he have just killed everyone there? Probably. Yes. Yeah. I mean, this is... And then... This is not okay. Yeah. And then his dad would have to clean up another mess, I yeah. guess. <laughs> so he was like, I only had one dead body. Now I have five. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst. Uh, but... So, so yeah, none, none, but none of what we learn explains how he died or how he ended up in Sookie's backyard. No, but Annabelle is fired as Alcide second and Janeline is promoted. Yep. Uh, and they want to have a... I guess they decide they want to have a private pack meeting about it. And they say... <laughs> sorry. No oneies, no debtors. Oh, these are terrible names. Yeah, I like debtors. I like debtors. debtors? You think? I, I, don't, I don't know, man. Oneies, not so good. Like that—that that makes me think of like a baby outfit. What about bloodsuckers? I mean, you know. Uh, well, no, but vampire are vampires oneies? No, no, they're not. But debtors is good. I like. Well, you, like you like debtors better than bloodsuckers? Ah, oh, it's too many, too many 
consonants. <laughs> uh, uh, Two versus three. <laughs> vamps. I like vamps. Vamps. Yeah, that's it. Vamps. Vamps is not insulting enough, though. Oh, yeah. Debtors is a little more. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Coldies. I don't know. What is it, Coldies? Anyway, Eric uh, says. State garages. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's what they should have gone with. It's way better. <laughs> Eric says Suki needs to go to the next pack meeting since Basim's body was found on her land, and she's like, "So this is my problem now." Yeah, right. Really? Like, really? I, I, I really don't want like, to. <laughs> I got a lot of land, a lot of bodies. I can't go to a meeting for every single one. And I really don't want to talk about the other body that's on this land. <laughs> yeah. Like so I, I, throughout this whole thing, she's just like hoping that Elsie El- never asked about that other body <laughs> because it's Debbie Peltz. <laughs> yep. Uh, and speaking of it not being her problem, the pack leaves and Suki realizes she is extremely anxious to get Basim off her land because she knows she's been set up. Yeah. Uh, so, but luckily this isn't her first time hiding a, a gravesite or a body, right? Yeah, this is this is not Eric's first time hiding a body that they don't know where it came from. Yeah. yeah. For Suki. Yeah. He's like, oh, I don't, so, yeah, we do a good spot, you know? <laughs> That's a good boyfriend. Yep. He moves the body off of her land and the rest of them fill in the grave. Yep. Uh, that's great. Yeah, it's great. Well done, everyone. Good job, guys. This was, I actually, I really like this field trip they all went on. Yeah. <laughs> Middle of the night, just going out in the woods to... Yeah, check out a body. You know, you don't really know each other very well when you start the field trip and you come back and, you know, you know a little, you know each other a little bit. They, yeah. got, they bonded. You know, they've all got a secret. They've all got a shared secret. <laughs> <laughs> The vampires leave for Eric's house, and Sam calls Pam, and we get two amazing expressions. Just to kind of, she warns Pam about Appius coming back into town. Uh-huh. To which Pam replies, fuck a zombie. <laughs> and then know. before they hang up the phone, she she tells Suki, you're my favorite breather. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty cute. I, I, you know, you guys know I adore Pam. All about Pam, yeah. yeah. Uh, she also calls Eric's day man to warn him, which was very decent of her. Yeah, he's a little bit less gracious about it, but he does appreciate the warning. Yeah, she's trying to figure out why Okella came, and she lands on the idea that maybe he's just trying to fuck with Eric's head. I I guess it's possible, but she she came up with a lot of possible explanations. But to me, I think Okella told us, right? Didn't he straight up say, I brought Alexei here because he needed to be close to another of his, yeah. another of our blood because it yeah. heals him. Because there's something wrong with him. Because there's something wrong with him. He keeps <laughs> massacring people, I assume. I don't know. Yeah, and people, throughout these couple chapters, people keep putting their arm around Alexei. Uh-huh. Like, you know, and like... Like in dude, a protective way, right? He's like, this is the most dangerous person here, you guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like we're... Is no one else picking up on this? Like this guy, this guy. Yeah. There's something. There's something up here. Like yeah. they even referenced the last time there was a crazy vampire. It caused the Saint Petersburg massacre and took twenty vampires to take him down. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Not, this is not good. No, this is not good at yeah, all. I, yeah. I. I don't. I don't know. It's a. Uh, it's a problem. Yeah. Uh, everybody leaves. Yeah. The, the next morning, she has breakfast with Claude and Dermot, the bad fairy, came into the club, and. Yeah, I guess he's missing yeah. fairy company too. I guess, but Claude is trying to figure out why he's acting crazy because apparently it is very out of his. He doesn't understand his motivation, why he's why he remained here, and why he had hooked up with some of the different fairies in the past. So I have this feeling that Dermot is isn't actually a bad guy. Like the only thing that we've really heard for sure is that he helped kill Suki's parents, but from what Claude's saying, that doesn't even seem like it might be true. Like I, I think what. Niall said is that he opened the door to let the the fairies in to kill them, but like I could see him have having been trying to rescue them or something, and it, you know I don't know. 
Yeah. yeah. I it, wonder if there's more of the story there. I get the impression. Or maybe Niall's straight up lying. You know, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't entirely, entirely trust Niall. Yeah. And... Ding, ding, ding. Sookie guessed it because Sookie has a lot of experience with Bon Temple law enforcement. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> the police show up. There was an anonymous tip that there's a body on her land. Yeah. And, and you know, Sookie acts all perplexed about them being there. But, like, if you're a Bon Temple cop and someone says there's a body on Sookie's land, you're like, okay, yeah. sure. Yeah, probably. Yeah, okay, right. who we got at the station? Let's take everybody. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think it would be more surprising that they didn't find a body than if they did at this yeah. point, you know? Because yeah, uh, okay. there is another body there, just remember. Yeah, they, I mean, once it, again, they were right. Yeah, they were just looking for the wrong body in the wrong place. That's <laughs> yeah. the only problem here. And Sookie's like, eh, they're looking for bodies. I don't know. Go check my email. Yeah. Yeah. And she has an email from Hallie Belfleur, Andy's wife, young new wife. Caroline Belfleur, Andy's grandmother's dying, and she really wants the family Bible back. And she thinks Bill may have it because she thinks that there's some sort of vague familial connection to the Comptons. Mm. Oh, I think she knows exactly, right? Didn't Bill tell her? Not yet. Uh, no, no. Bill Bill told Sookie about this a couple... Of, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 Sookie right. knows. But how, oh, right, right, yeah. But Hallie, yeah, Hallie and the, the living Belfleurs do not know. That's right, yeah. Right, yeah. And so Sookie is very he- hesitant because the Bible would have the family tree in it show that Bill was indeed the direct ancestor of the Belfleurs. So she forwards the email to Bill for him to decide, which yeah. was definitely the right call. Yeah, she's like, this is not my problem, not my not my deal. I was a little surprised that she, you know, just like sent the email to the appropriate person and then let it go, but good. Yeah, because she has a tendency to get uh, involved. Right. Three days pass, no word from Eric, but Bill comes over with the Bible and asks Sookie to accompany him to the Belfleurs. Um, he's very happy to see Hallie's pregnant, and he meets with old Mrs. Belfleur and tells her family history. She is Bill's great-granddaughter, and Mrs. Belfleur also figures out that Bill was the anonymous person who gave them the money to fix the house, and I thought it was a really charming scene. Yeah, well, I think that, uh, the matriarch, Miss Bel- Mrs. Belfleur, uh, reacts really well and it's really cute yeah. but I think Andy's kind of a dick about it actually he is a little bit of a dick about it but Portia knows she needs to do the right thing she's she's yeah. not a fan of Bill at all mm. and she's probably not super thrilled about this news but she's like thank you so much you made her last days very happy um, of course we will have the funeral at night so you can be there because that's Bill's one request yeah and they let him sit with the family too yeah he gets to sit with the family and while they're at the wake um, I thought I thought that scene was a little weird because if I was laying there on my deathbed and a person came in who could offer me eternal life, <laughs> uh, walked in, and they, it, I would bring the subject up at least, at least right? You know? Well, do you like, really want to get I, turned when you're 90? I don't think 95, you whatever. To, like 96? Better yeah. than being dead. I mean, I think so, but I, I... Not if you're a super Christian. I think as a Christian... Oh, that's true. She yeah. probably thinks heaven's coming and, and yeah. stuff, so... That probably wouldn't even have occurred to her. Yeah. It would have occurred to me. Yeah. <laughs> but while, while everybody's otherwise occupied, Sookie sneaks into Bill's house and borrows a copy of his vampire Facebook. Oh, yeah, I know, right? Because uh, <laughs> seeing book. Weekend Bill... She decides that she needs to get involved in this thing. Uh, there's probably a very good reason that Bill doesn't want to contact his sibling. Like, look at the way the state he's in. And he's decided the state he is in is better than talking to this person. Yeah, because he's super sick. Yeah, yeah. but Sookie can't resist a quest. Yeah. You know that. Oh, I know. Yeah. That this is not her business. But yeah, she breaks into Bill's house and steals a copy of his vampire Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fangbook, sir. Yeah, sorry. Fangbook. <laughs> 
I also want to point out that uh, Suki mentions that she hasn't heard anything from anyone else for days now. Yeah. So nothing from Eric, nope. nothing from Alcide. Nope. There's some stuff going on here. She should be worried about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But she's like, I'm not going to call. He, Eric knows what my phone number is. He knows how to get in touch with me. I was like, okay, Suki, but you know. <laughs> you know, when you have family in town, sometimes you get occupied. You don't have to talk to your girlfriend. Yeah. I, I mean, that that's true. But also, the it's very possible that Eric's family is uh murderous and you know yeah ha- seems to have like mind control over him in a, in a sense right yeah yeah that's concerning yeah i guess we'll find out <laughs> guess we'll find out that's it for this week's episode next time we're going to be finishing dead in the family with chapters 10 through 14 i am alice sullivan that's blue bonnet cafe on instagram i'm jeff lake you can find me at jefflake.info I'm Marcus Sparkman, and I still don't have any of those things. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. Please share this with anybody who you think will like this. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this. Please check out our Patreon at armadillo.club, where you can also see some cool merchandise and learn about other podcasts. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. Good, good night. night. Okay. okay.